0: Welcome, my sweet listeners, and allow me, on this the day of the Arc 3 finale, to tell you about our sponsor, the Tomb of Mercy from Cobalt Press. In this 8th level D&D adventure, you travel to the Wasted West to unseal the Tomb of Mercy, which houses arcs to preserve the souls of humanity from an infernal invasion. Tomb of Mercy includes special timekeeping and resurrection mechanics to keep the pace exciting and the plot moving along. Three printable sets of cards for use during play, six new monsters, nine new magic items, and six pre-generated level 8 characters. Prepare to delve into the Tomb of Mercy, where the six-horned Daughter of Famine and her minions await. Head to cobaltpress.com or drive through RPG to pick up the Tomb of Mercy now. Is it cold where you are, Rudy?
1: Uh yeah. I think the snow's all melted, but it snowed last what's week. What's the you know? temperature? it's, oh, it's temperature. sickening that the
2: snow's all melted. I'm so jealous um, I could kill you with temperature, Rudy.
1: <laughs> it's like 50 degrees.
2: Oh, Holy shit!
3: Well. <laughs> We That's have. It shows where you live, read.
1: okay? It shows like it. 30, no,
3: we didn't. I, less, You're
1: old enough my to leave.
3: I'm yeah. not financially no. stable enough. <laughs> sure. anyway, and I also won't leave. It's 31 degrees Ever? here,
4: so we're. Uh, not
2: know. permanently. For like I a would, day and come no, back. No, no, no. I would move away for like years even, but I'd come back here.
4: Yeah, I understand. Like that everybody feeling. from Minnesota. You can't leave Minnesota. No. It, it will drag you back. The yep. state will come and physically manifest in your yeah. room. It is a curse.
5: Back. Like I woke up and I was surrounded by trees. Uh, when I, I was sat in New by York. a man
2: on the airplane, that was like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, as he was saying it, I was literally like, Oofta <laughs> <No. laughs> As I was sitting down, and then I was like, "Wait, shit." <laughs> I'm from yeah. Minnesota, sorry. Real Do you bad. not know what oofta is?
1: Really? I have no idea what
2: oofta <gasps> is. What? It's That's like Minnesota. our state stereotype. It's like it's like an effort noise. It's a yeah. Swedish thing. You say I it say when you like lift things or you sit down. I say a up. lot of
5: things. I will never say oofta. I, don't. I, I, don't I don't say oofta <laughs> constantly. No, I say the most Minnesotan thing that I'm... I'm- Ope. When yeah! You, I say oh yeah, all the time. Cat and I both do that Ope,
4: constantly. Oh, constantly. Rudy,
2: in New Jersey, when you try to get like behind someone and like you have to say excuse me, do you say like let me just sneak by you? Do you say that or is that too creepy?
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> we say it all the there time I here. Move the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> no, we here. It's if you almost run into someone, like you're, you're they open a door that you were about to open. <laughs> the response is whoop.
5: Oh, oh, yeah. Oop, oh, oop, oh, oop. There's just a huge article about it. Yeah. And it'll make you realize you've been programmed by Minnesota this whole time. Mm -hmm. You're actually made of casserole in a skin. Hot
4: dish! (laughs) Let's play D&D. I'm
2: Kat, I'm your DM. Hey, it's me, Noelle, and I was about to say I play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> you do, it's true. I play Fran, and I'm very tired. Hi, I'm Sophia, I play Laika, and
5: I'm watching Caitlin move a dice around a table with a candy cane oh. pen, kind of like a really festive uh, poker player.
3: Hi... I'm Caitlin, and I've just had my dice confiscated from me <laughs> by Noel. And I play Corbin. It's
2: my dice now. Fuck you. I don't have a soul. <laughs> hey,
1: my name is Rudy Basso. I'm playing Zeroff, a half elf fighter.
4: Yeah, boy.
1: I saw the dice being stolen, and Caitlin, I will act as a witness. So.
3: Thank you, thank you. This Are is you're my going dice. Going to court. <laughs> going to court. You're going to fucking jail. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: my dice. Anyway, cat, what happened last
4: time because I genuinely don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last time, the guardians snuck into the blue palace uh past a stone sentry. Uh you came up into a little staging room between the kitchens and the feast hall and you saved some servants in the kitchen from their mercenary guards. Uh, then you went upstairs to the king's apartment and found Zeroth there. He had been locked in by the gray manacle after he uh, uh, bungled everything. So you... All right.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a strong word. Okay.
4: As you were talking with Zeroth, Grav, one of the gray manacle leaders, made a speech outside on the high walls of the city, revealing that he has Dawson's champion, Diamond, and some other nobles being held captive. In particular, they have a young girl who the king called Ida. Grav said he would kill his hostages if the king didn't turn himself in by sunrise and then pushed one of the nobles off the wall to his death. So that's where you guys are now. How long is it until sunrise? Probably five hours. Um, Laika's just going to
5: very gently pull the king away from the window a- and as like quickly as she
4: can. There are, the king struggles against you as he watches Grav March the others off of the wall. Uh, he turns and his eyes fix on Yuzera and He says, "Where, where are they keeping the prisoners? My, my daughter, my wife. My wife was in the castle. Where did they put them?
1: They're in the dungeons. That's where the prisoners go.
4: That makes sense. We, we have to go. We have to get them. My, my, my daughter. That was my daughter, Ida. She, I, I. We have to go. We." And he immediately starts walking for the door. Wait. Uh, I
2: grab onto him. We have like five hours. We got to stop and think about this. I'm assuming he's physically dragging me. Yeah. His friend is made of, uh, she's an origami yeah. person. Laika
5: <laughs> immediately jumps in front of the door um, and says, Listen, I'd love to meet your daughter. <laughs> but let's, let's,
2: you yeah, have to admit, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that
5: was really smooth. Thank you. But let's let's hold on for a minute. So we need to get to the machine so you can turn the water on, and we need another one of you to go deal with those prisoners. Luckily, one of us happens to be very good at illusions. So maybe we can make this work. We also have five hours.
2: I cast a minor illusion of his face on my face. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. I I can help. Not everyone knows that I've been stuck in this room. A lot of the gray manacles still think that I'm a member, an officer. The last time one of you tried to pretend to be someone else <clears throat> it uh didn't go so great from what i recall. I,
5: I, it went
2: I, really good. I, we all uh, protest. Yeah. I slowly turned to look at you with the king's face on my face. And it's like not like a disguised self illusion like it looks bad. It's like if you it's like if you got a tattoo of someone's face on your own face.
1: I say, wow, there are two kings in the room. Which one's the real one? I can't even tell.
2: And you'll never be able to tell, I say. <laughs> right. My and, water hair and- is enormous. <laughs> um,
1: but I could say that I'm taking you to the dungeon as prisoners, or I can get us access to the water machine. I can help. Please let me help.
5: Hmm. Um, Leica waits a beat, and then she looks at Mary, and she says... So, after working for the Gray Manacle, you're really okay with joining forces with us? Even though, she points to Mary, we are working with a god?
4: Mary signs, technically I don't think I'm a god, if that helps. Technically she doesn't think she's a god. Yeah. Does that help?
1: I don't care about any of that, to be honest. I joined because Mila said to join this group and that they would Give me a place to sleep and food to eat at night.
2: This dude's this got god it stuff. bad. <laughs> I <really>
5: friend, <laughs> friend, please. Um, you
3: should ask about the boar god, though. What
6: about the boar god?
1: When I was an orphan growing up, every harvest festival there'd be a big feast and. Everyone would get fed. They would do a big pig roast in the middle of the city, oh, and everyone had oh, some food. So I boy. wanted to kill the boar god because I wanted to throw the biggest festival in Danmar and feed all of the orphans, and everyone would have a good time.
2: That's a pure fucking motivation. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: that's that's really noble. It's almost like you're a character with... Uh...
2: It's like, it's, like it's like your like you character was l- depth. I feel like you, you just gained a new like, dimension like to me. The king
4: mm. comes over and he puts a shaking hand on your shoulders, Aeroth, and he says, Son, it seems like you got mixed up with the wrong people. And if you can help me get my daughter and my wife back, I will gladly accept your help.
1: Alright, but I want some changes in things too, and I... Jab a finger in the king's chest.
4: Hey! Hey, hey, hey! I step between
2: them. Hey,
6: (laughs) he doesn't have a boob window yet. You can't do that. Yet?
2: (laughs) Is that your goal? Are we all going to have boob windows? (laughs) Well, so... Corbin, what dark purpose do you have? (laughs) Look,
6: I don't tell you guys everything.
2: Corbin has described the color of his pee to me every day. For the, the entire time I've known him, including the first day we met. <laughs> Yet yeah, I don't tell you everything. I'm not a doctor, Corbin. Today it was really
6: dark. <laughs> so, anyways.
5: We're all
2: dehydrated.
5: <laughs> Laika looks to Zayroth and the king and says, you guys know this area better than any any of us. Do you have any suggestions for what we should do
1: first? Sumi knows how important your wife and daughter are, she won't have taken them far away from her. She's at the Great Dome, so I imagine they'll be close by. But if Sumi sees me, she will kill me. If she sees me outside of my apartments, she will kill me. Son,
4: these are my apartments, just so we're clear. They're they're not yours.
1: All right. I mean, you know, there's bigger things happening right now. We don't have to get into semantics. Okay. (laughs) I whose just, apartments
4: or what? You have destroyed many of my things, and I just wanted it to be clear that that this isn't... They're not yours.
2: So everything that we need to get is in the same place. What's right. the best way to get to the Great Dome?
4: We'll need to head up to the third floor. The mechanism is um, rather hard to reach. It is <clears throat> in the ceiling of the Great Dome. Okay. There's not actually a... Um, walkway up there it is it's a security measure that was designed a very long time ago how many people do you need to start the mechanism back up only you well assuming i can reach the center of the dome i think i can do it on my own i i'll be honest i have not ever actually started or stopped the machine it has gone since time immemorial how did they stop it well my steward would have kept the other key and my steward was here in the palace, so I imagine they must have found some way up to the dome and used his key. If
5: Corbin casts Spider Climb on the King, Corbin could go with in bird form, and then we could create a distraction. Does that sound like a good plan? No, you don't look
3: at me. I'm not going to tell yes, you. Um, Cat, will you tell us if it will succeed? Cat, can Kat. you please confirm or deny the success of this
4: plan? <laughs> Is it a good plan, or like what? So you guys head out of the King's apartments. You've done. You're ready. Ready yeah. for this? And we are all pretending
2: to be prisoners, right?
4: Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys uh, head out into the hallway now. You have one dead guard, which
1: ah, perfect. I look down. I see the uh, beheaded guard that like a uh, one shotted, and I go, oh, Greg. <laughs> oh well, you're kind of a <laughs> dick, and I take his sword. <laughs>
2: Uh, Fran is now sure that
4: Zayroth is a psychopath. What? Well, <laughs> like I think Zeroth's all right. <laughs> all right. So as soon as Zeroth yells, three crossbows point toward him and then lower. And as the other, the three archers all look at each other, a little unsure. And the closest one jogs over and he goes, Lieutenant Zeroth, we didn't know you were here. Wh- what's going on? What happened to Greg? As he, I don't
1: know. He's dead, apparently. Double check him,
4: the king, and he (laughs) raises his uh, his crossbow suddenly as he realizes that you have the king in tow. Where where did you find him?
1: Uh, he was hiding in the apartments, but I found him. Good job, soldier. Wasn't
4: he? He was out the whole the whole kidnapping.
1: No, that was misinformation spread to confuse everyone else. (laughs) You
4: need to make a deception roll, buddy. I
1: sure do. Uh, I rolled a seven.
4: Commander Zayroth?
1: Are we in line of sight? Everyone else has line of sight on us?
4: Yeah. All three. All the, all, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they they sure do. And all of them are now slowly raising their crossbows and the one says, Lieutenant Zayroth, what is going on? My hands are bound,
3: right? Well, yeah. they're bound. They're I mean, loosely. Bound. Yeah. yeah So, I really want to throw this head at one of the guards. Do it, and then we'll just run. <laughs> <laughs> I do soccer tricks with the head.
2: This is, this is horrible. <laughs> As Corbin does that, Fran yells, Greg lives!
4: <laughs> uh, Corbin, please make an athletics check. Oh! oh. 21. Oh, God, yeah, you do it. <laughs>
3: And I kick it at one of the guards.
4: You kick it at him. I guess roll for initiative, guys. That'll be uh,
3: fifteen. Okay. I got ten. I got twenty, but not natural.
1: I got a twenty-three.
4: Zayroth, you were at the top of the order.
1: All right, I'm gonna hit this guy with the butt end of my sword. I don't want to stab him. Okay. <laughs> uh, fifteen. That'll hit. Nine damage, and I'll hit him again for eight damage.
4: He is not down. All right. Uh But he... All right, is... well,
1: hold on. I'll use my action surge. Eleven damage. Oh, I'm geez. just wailing on this guy with my
4: sword, <laughs> just
3: smashing him.
4: You whack him good in the head, and he goes down. Brain uh, damage.
3: At least Greg's still alive.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So true. The other two are not in range of where you are at the moment. They Unless are... we have a range to text. That's true. But the king does not, and it is his turn next. No. So... The king creates a puddle of water on the floor and instantly freezes it as one of the other archers runs into position and he is going to take a shot at the king. Is he running on the ice? No, he stops clear of the ice for the moment. <laughs> yeah, the king takes a crossbow bolt to the shoulder and, you know.
2: It hurts, it hurts
4: him. Hurts, Yeah, <laughs> so the king takes a crossbow bolt to the shoulder. Continue. It's now Fran's turn. Is the ice lick more than 10 feet wide? And we'll say no. Okay, then I'm
2: going to run to the other side of the ice lick. And then I'm going to cast poison spray. Poison, poison spray. spray. Some get sprayed and others They're
3: feel the Spray.
2: <laughs> okay, that's 20, but not natural. And I do 12
4: damage.
3: All
2: right. As the gas floats across the icy surface. All right. Stinking he, everything it touches. It
4: stinks it all up. Ew. And he is coughing and it is now Laika's turn. Okay, so I'm going to go
5: attack the one who is closest to the door that we need to get through and I'm going to have Gingy come with me. That's Whoa. a... That's,
2: <laughs> a <laughs> that,
5: <laughs> that's a natural 20.
4: Uh, <laughs> that's not going to do it. <laughs> no, yes, it Super does. Okay,
5: 26 damage for my first attack. Yeah, you kill him. Uh, I do non-lethal damage. I knock him out. I hit him uh, with the flat of my
4: blade on okay. his head. I'm imagining you just sort of running up to him, jumping, and just bopping him on the head with the flat of your blade, and yep. he just crumples like a paper doll. <laughs> All right, Corbin, you're up. Uh, who's left? There's just the guard on the other side of the ice slick, and
3: he's not looking good. Um, How far? Can I... Is he far? Can I... Can you phrase that as a question? <laughs>
5: the answer is yes.
3: <laughs> I want to run around the ice lick and um, give him a soft caress with the tip of my spear.
4: Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I love it. Um, but Corbin, I don't know that. I mean, you can run over it. You'll just have to make a dexterity save.
3: Okay, I'm going to go run across the stupid Slick. <laughs> All right, yeah. and I'm gonna run. I'm gonna aim myself at him so that if I do slip, I can hopefully just like careen into yeah, him, slide
4: into him. Yeah, okay, yeah. make, make a dex, make a dex okay. check.
3: 18.
4: Okay, and now roll the hit. Get yeah. him. That's <gasps> a natural 20. Oh, nice. Oh. So you take a running start on this ice and then just slide with your yeah. spear right into this man. Yeah, I
3: do. Do you? Is, are you doing Gosh. lethal damage? I'll do non-lethal, but I want it. I want him pinned.
4: Yeah, so you just slide, <laughs> your spear goes into his shoulder yep. and knocks him over and you pin him to the floor.
3: Yep, and then I rip it out.
4: <laughs> he screams. <laughs> He's, oh no. He screams very loud. Yeah. And you hear from below the sound of people going, what was that? It was upstairs. Yep. And the guards are coming up the stairs uh, and there's just split seconds before you're, they're going to see you. So the king looks at the five of you and then opens up the door to your side and uh, pushes you, starts pushing you into the apartment.
2: No, 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 no. You seem very noble, but I I push him, like I I kind of guide his pushes Mm -hmm. in a very like wonderful judo move that Fran has suddenly learned. And then I (laughs) use his momentum against him and let him go into the door. And then I point at Xerath and I say, you, come with me.
1: I say, okay. And then I look at the king and I say, stop trying to be a hero and lead for once.
2: Oh! Oh, shit. We shut the door and I immediately cast an illusion of manacles on my wrists. Nice. Um, went On the other side of the door,
5: Laika goes up to the king and she's like, do you need healing? Because that was a sick
2: burn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the king is just sort of, he's just blinking in surprise. Uh, he's very shocked. No one has ever spoken to him that way. Um.
3: <laughs> Corbin pats his arm reassuringly <laughs> Says nothing
4: Okay So Fran and Zeroth, The guards come pounding up the steps And stop up short when they see you Zeroth, And they go Hey You're not supposed to be out of your rooms
2: I um a loogie and spit at Zeroth. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay uh, Commander Sumi had me on a special mission These were This one This blue person Was trying to infiltrate our structure, so I was personally trying to capture her, and I have succeeded in doing so.
4: Uh, roll deception for me, 0 i I'll say your spitting gave him advantage. Okay, cool.
1: Oh my god, I rolled a two and a three.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: game really just...
4: Okay, well, so they say, I'm pretty sure that Sumi said you were supposed to stay in your rooms and out of the way. You're coming with us.
2: I I spit on him, too.
4: Do we hear this on the other <laughs> yeah. side of the door?
2: Yeah. Um, How many of them are there, Kat?
4: You see in front of you four guards right where you are. Do I
1: know how many guards are stationed within yeah, this you, area? Yeah, you
4: would. You would know There's there's like 15 guards on the lower floor in the gardens. You've killed the four guards that are up here. Sumi has six of her most elite guards in the rotunda with her. And that these four are part of that six.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, back to my quarters. You got me, guys. You can just lead me back to uh, to where I was before. And uh, that'll be that. This
2: is a poorly run operation. You let people arrest other people,
4: and then you arrest the people who arrested them? The guard shakes head. No, no. You are both coming to see Sumi.
2: I think I'm not arrested, because under the... It's a double negative. <laughs>
4: Uh, so the guards say, are you going to come with us? And then he, he takes out his sword and he says, or do we got to make you?
2: Yeah, I can't come. And I stare at the sword and I hate it. But I'm wearing gray manacles, supposedly, so I guess I can't cast any
4: magic. Zayra? <laughs> Yours? Yeah, I
1: toss down my short sword.
4: Good choice. And uh, he leads you guys away. Back Downstairs. So, those of you who are in the room, the king begins pacing. He says, I really wish you would let me go down there. I wanted wanted them to take me to my daughter. She's all alone down there with just unfortunate nobles and that other guy we're gonna do
6: this first and then we'll take care of gray manacle also fran and Zeroth are going down there so she's not alone anymore she's got her two friends her two best friends her two reliable friends
2: tell them i'm nurturing
6: friends very
3: she's great with kids
4: (laughs) (laughs) hey corvon roll me a quick old (laughs) deception check
3: 20, but not natural.
4: Whoa. Okay, well. So the king calms down a little bit. He says, okay. All right, well, we have to get up to the top of the dome now. Uh, and he opens up the door just a little, just a crack. And he peeks out to make sure the coast is clear. What's your plan? How do you feel about human-shaped spiders?
6: Bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got some bad news for you, your majesty. You're about to become one. <laughs>
4: Uh,
3: anyways, then I cast Spider Climb on the king.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, you guys go out into the hallway and I'm going to have you all roll stealth checks. Wow. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a I got critical like, fail. <laughs>
2: I got like 30.
4: Well, uh, none of that matters <laughs> because Corbin had a critical failure. Did you really? So as you are walking out the door, Corbin pretty much immediately drops his spear. Uh and it clatters to the ground and uh Fran and Zeroth the guards who are escorting you down the stairs turn back immediately. <sighs> Say what is what was that? Were there others with you? Uh, uh,
3: I no. think my uh my like my dog is up there my pet my pet dog?
1: No. I
3: I turn into a bird, and I caw really loud, and I fly around in a circle to make sure the guards can see me, and then I start pecking at a dead body, and like I try to drag it around. And I
2: look up at Corbin being a crow, and I say, You stupid dog!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, Mary and the king have pulled Laika back into the uh, room where they were in, so that they do not also get caught. So the guards buy this, and they uh, continue to lead Fran and Zeroth away. So, uh, let's try that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you could remain a it.
3: bird too. Yeah, I can.
4: You could, I mean, then you don't have to roll stealth. Yeah, I'll do that. Yes, okay. good call, so just re-
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All
4: right. So you guys sneak up to the uh, third floor. And as you do so, you can see into the great rotunda. You see below you on the bottom level of the great dome, Sumi is pacing around. She is small with almost white blonde hair and very pale skin. The captives are lined up in the center of the room, surrounded by two gray manacle guards. Grav is sitting on the floor against a pillar, rubbing a bandaged arm. Zayroth and Fran, you are brought by the four guards to that line of prisoners, and Sumi her head snaps up and looks at you, and Zayroth. What are you doing out of your quarters?
1: Uh... Who is this? Um. I'm your worst death.
4: nightmare. Shut up. I <laughs> <A> kick friend. <laughs> she looks at the four guards and they said, we found the two of them upstairs and all the guards up there are dead. And Sumi looks at you, Zeroth, and says, were you part of this?
2: <laughs> I start <laughs> laughing like an anime boy.
1: Was
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really for? It felt like less. It didn't take much time at all. <laughs> Someone put her in the line with the other prisoners, uh, and the the guard behind you, Fran, shoves you down uh, next to the princess. Uh, good, because I'm really good with kids. <laughs> the princess is like, by the way, the princess is like 14. She's not a child. I'm good with small children. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad the skill is not applicable here. I say, what are you in for? <laughs> uh, Sumi is still looking at you, Zeroth, waiting for an answer.
1: I'm going to walk next to Fran and get in line, too? Oh.
4: Sumi looks at you, and her pale, narrow lips tighten so much that they almost disappear. She says, I'm very disappointed in you, but unfortunately unsurprised. <sighs> You're a disgrace to the gr- name of the gray manacle. Kind of a dumb name, pretty unoriginal.
1: <laughs> I'd kick Fran in the shins again.
2: <laughs>
4: Someone get me a gag. (laughs)
2: I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. quiet. I thought we were
1: the good guys when I joined this, but now it's clear to me that we're the the bad guys.
4: Uh, Sumi shakes her head at Ross and says, we are the good guys. They are the ones who are destroying the world for their own benefit. And she points toward the rest of the prisoners. She says- you know what happens when these people are allowed to be in charge and to, to use their power over those of us who cannot defend ourselves. You, you've seen it, Zeroth.
1: I know, but cutting off the water supply to the city is not what good people do. I believed in this cause, but this is not the way to go about it. This is worse than what they do, and I point to the nobles. What about
2: that man on the wall? Could he defend himself? And then I immediately cower again.
4: (laughs) Where is that gag? Uh, Sumi says. And then she shakes her head. I you, Xeroth. Sometimes, sometimes in order to do the best thing, you must be ruthless, Xeroth.
1: I say, there's a line, Sumi, and you crossed it. And I say, grab, you're looking better. I'm happy to see.
4: (laughs) Shut up, Zayroth. Your bandages. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and Grav gets up, and he comes over, and he stands over you, Zeroth, and Grav, he's a big man. I mean, he's a man built like a mountain. He then bends down and looks you in the eyes, Zeroth, and he says, I know it's hard to understand, kid, but things that they've done, worse than what we're doing. Sometimes, gotta crack some eggs.
1: (sighs) It's always what the bad guy says to justify their actions
4: he shrugs and says, so then we're the bad guys. We'll see how history remembers us. While all this is happening, like uh, Corbin and the king, you're at the top of the great dome. The walls up here curve and meet in the center where you see there is a golden device, sort of like a keyhole that is protruding slightly from the very point of the dome. There is a severed rope bridge up here. It looks like it had been slung across when the gray manacle had access to the device. But has been cut and now hangs loosely. Uh, and the king whispers, he says, so w- how do I do this? Do I just, do I? And he puts a hand on the wall, like testing out what is going to happen to him. So it's on your feet. Use your feet,
5: walk up the wall. And then you'll hang upside down and put the key in the, you know, whatever contraption that is. And hopefully turns on the water. Okay.
4: All right. Uh, He puts a foot on the wall experimentally and then walks up it. He gets to the contraption and puts the key in. There is a burst of blue light which engulfs the king for a moment. And then you hear the sound of rushing water as the city's water supply is turned on. And as the light fades around the king, he looks back at you to grin and then falls off the ceiling.
2: friends, and welcome to the mid This is the finale of Arc 3, my boys. Uh, we're going to have a little mini transition interstitial arc that starts up immediately in two weeks, so there'll be no wait on that one. And then we'll do a recap and our usual between-arc rigmarole. We'll talk about that and other stuff on social media, so when you're done with this episode, be sure to check out our Twitter, Dragon Dames, our Facebook and Tumblr. Dames and Dragons uh, for more info which I'm sure you will want <laughs> so I want to once again thank the wonderful Rudy Basso for his amazing performance as Zayrof, uh, the half elf fighter you made this arc a lot of fun and we all had so much fun playing with you please tell the people one more time where they can find you on the internet
1: yeah thank you Noel. again it mm. was so fun to play with all of you with my dex fighter dex-based yes. fighter.
2: Okay, he was a dex fighter. Dex All right, very fighter. Thank you,
1: Noel. <laughs> just wanted to denote that to everyone. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rudy Basso, and I'm really excited uh, to announce, I guess, I don't think I've said this anywhere else, but I have an audiobook coming out. Oh, it's not my audiobook, but I narrated uh, Mike Shea's, tw- uh, it's called Fantastic Locations. It's 20 20- Fantastic locations for your fantasy RPG. So uh, each one is a really cool, uh, detailed kind of area that you can just drop into your campaign. There's like crazy stuff. The Forgotten Library or The Undercity or Mm. The Theater of the Mind, which is a kind of like haunted (laughs) theater. I know. It's got a little joke, little little nudge nudge kind of joke. but yeah, that's actually that. my favorite one. It's really, they're all really creative and really neat. And that's going to be on Audible if you just search Fantastic Locations. And then you can hear me in your ears on your commute uh, reading something. Just me, no one else. That
2: sounds awesome. Did you want to plug anything else?
1: Oh, sure. And then my podcast, Have Spellbook Will Travel, havespellbook.com, fantasy, comedy, audio, drama. You've been on it a couple times.
2: You're great. Thank you. So if you want to hear. Me, and more importantly, Rudy Basso and James Intricasso. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, and you I do can that listen
2: with you. So without further ado, should we get into our sponsors? Yeah. So uh, our first sponsor for today is Code 2050, uh. which is a lightweight rules extension for 5e D&D. Uh, and we recently played this, Rudy. We
1: did. We played in a one-shot with the lead designer, Matthew Stamford. Uh, it was really fun, Noel. Well, yeah, a it was lot so fun. fun. Yeah, it's so simple. As you know, someone who knows Fifth Edition, this was a perfect kind of update to to that. In this modern, it's futuristic, really a futuristic setting. It's set in the year yeah. twenty fifty, and it's mm-hmm, got everything. As like name implies everyone knows about D anD. d It's got all the same monsters, the classes. Like you are a subclass of the monk. You're a parkour mm-hmm. monk which means you were I running around backflipping everywhere. We had mm-hmm. a rogue who was a, a hacker as well. My character was a ranger in the urban, he was an urban bounty hunter, old and new. It feels truly like the old with the new in a lot of ways. Yeah.
2: This is cool. mm-hmm. It was a super fun time, and if you want to check it out, you can go to legendarypants.net slash dspn.
1: Yeah, they actually have the entire SRD on there, so uh, it's in the Kickstarter right now, but if you just want to check out the rules and see what Code 2050 is about, then you can just read the SRD, which is crazy. It's awesome that they put that up for free. Yeah,
2: and I highly recommend it. It was super fun. Again, that is legendarypants.net/dspn. Our other sponsor for today is Dice Envy. Can uh, you tell us a little bit about Dice Envy?
1: Dice, well, Noel, yeah, you know how important dice are.
2: What do you What do you mean?
1: They're essential, Noel. You need dice.
2: I, I need dice. They do.
1: You You've played You've you played Dungeons and Dragons, right? I'm pretty sure this is a D and D podcast.
2: I mean, yeah. Like, can I see my dice currently right now from where I'm sitting? Sure, yeah. And I have a lot of them.
1: <laughs> you do? Well, I, you could always use more dice. And in fact, you can always use more great dice. And that's what Dice Envy Dice are. They're really top quality. Uh, he actually sent me a sample kit or sample set. And they're very, very nice.
2: So you can... Buy individual dice, or you can join the subscription box that starts at just $5 a month. And you can use promo code DSPN10 for 10% off your first order.
1: An awesome deal.
2: Again, that is DiceEnvy.com, because you can never have too many dice. It's true. Thanks, Rudy. Uh, I I also want to thank our wonderful iTunes reviewers today. So that goes out to my boys Gambit seven nine eight four Stella fire 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 emoji Kim Kim Khan ninety four C K O two six eight nine. There's a lot of ciphers and codes going on. Paz eleven Lily Michelle Supreme Empress and mm, which I love. On Patreon, thanks to our new and increasing members, Garrick, Emily, Connor, Haley, John, Renee, Alex, Josh, Mark, Sam, The Granger Zone, and Rowan. I'm sorry if I thanked any of you twice. I guess that's something I could be sorry for. You're, I don't know. You're welcome for thanking you twice. Thanks so much. Uh, Our message to Chantel today is that, Chantel, I'm so sorry that I missed our dinner because I was barfing at work. (laughs) Next time I'll hold my vomit in. And I will run directly into your arms because Chantal, I know know that's what you want. (laughs) The code word is fresh out of hell. Catch you on the flip, Chantal.
4: And Fran and Zayroth, when you look up to see where the flash came from, you see the king free-falling from the ceiling.
2: And I cast Featherfall on him. And I also jump up, do the do the prisoners around me... Who are these prisoners again? Sorry.
4: Uh, there is one unfortunate noble, Diamond, and the Princess of Danmar. All
2: right, so I think Diamond is the only one who's useful to me. So I'm gonna cast create water and get his manacles wet. He's wearing gray manacles, I would assume. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. freeze them. Smash those on the wall,
4: you weird little man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tackle Grav. I rolled an eight.
4: An eight? Oh, no. So you just give him a hug.
1: <laughs> I'm like, do people need water? As I hug.
4: <laughs> Grav just looks down at you. And I guess now we're going to roll initiative. Okay. Oh, bad.
1: Oh, my God. I rolled a seven. Oh,
4: I care. got 16. 12. So, Corbin, you are up first.
3: I'm going to dive bomb in my bird form down there, and I want to try and uh, hit Gravy. I want to get him knocked prone or knock him out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got 11.
4: Oh, boy. No, no. You did not hit. Yeah. (laughs) You are not even close. You land. It's very cool. Your spear goes down, but it misses him by a good two feet three feet. I pretend like
3: that's what I meant to do and I stand up.
4: Alright so now it is the king's turn uh, he is falling and then gently floating down to the ground so he lands on the floor of the rotunda and draws his sword and he rushes the guards. Oh and that hits. Just get him. I didn't bring up his How? character Just sheet. Just get him. Oh, I'm Why are you talking in this I what hate what's get? happening right now. <laughs> I hate it. This is sonically horrible. Let's get it. Get him. Light (laughs) him up. He does nine damage to one of the guards. And now it is Fran's turn. I'm
2: going to cast Fireball at Sumi. Yeah. She needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Try to dodge. Okay.
4: 22. 22.
2: Okay. Well, she still takes half damage.
4: Yeah. Okay. She's going to take 17 damage. And next is Diamond. So Diamond is going to smash his manacles. I guess he's just going to smash them against the floor. And they shatter. And he gets to his feet. And that's all he can really do in his turn. Yeah. So then it's Sumi. And since you're the one who hurt her, Fran, she's going after you. Fine. I hope she does. All right. She uh, draws a rapier from her side and charges Fran. That is a 22. To him. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. That's going to be five damage. Uh, ouch. Next is Grav, which I wrote down as gravy because you guys are horrible. Uh.
2: Um, Cat? Um, Cat, you invented gravy.
4: Buddy invented gravy. You're right. He did. He did. <laughs> Do not blame me for gravy. He is currently being hugged by Zayroth. He's going to grapple you back. He can try. Oh, he rolled a 19 plus. 22?
1: Wow, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that hits.
4: That hits, okay. So. He just lifts you right off the ground. Uh, next is Leica. I'm here. All right, so- No,
5: you're not, you're three stories up. I'm three stories up. So I lean over the railing, and I'm gonna use thaumaturgy, and I'm gonna shout down to everyone below, members of Gray Manacle, if you have any doubts in your loyalty, do what's right. And you will be rewarded by the king of Danmar. Whatever it is that you desire, he will try and make it possible. I'm just saying, think about it.
2: Please roll me a persuasion.
5: So that's a 19. Well, fuck.
2: (laughs) Yes.
5: They halt their attacks
4: for the moment. Awesome. So, um, Laika's gonna get on Jinji and beckon to Mary to do the same. Yeah, Mary, she, her turn is right after yours. So, yeah, Mary gets on Jinji behind you and uh, wraps her arms around your waist. All right, so then we ride down. And when
5: when Laika reaches the second floor, she's gonna shout, Grab! Whatever your name is, Grab or Gravy, let's duel! Yes! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! I came here to kill. <laughs>
4: All right. um, And the six gray manacle guards are currently looking at each other and sort of murmuring. And uh, you hear them saying, I don't know if what we're doing is right. I mean, we did just shut off the water supply for a city. Do you think the king can get me like unlimited hungry boy meals? <laughs> hungry boy meals are like happy meals, but uh, more filling.
2: Cute!
5: Yeah,
4: for hungrier, for hungrier boys, for hungrier boys, for sadder boys. boys,
3: sadder hungrier oh. <laughs> boys.
5: I wish I could eat at the hungry boy truck oh, right now.
4: Me too. Say, <laughs> take your turn.
1: I'm gonna try and batter grab with my hands as he holds me in the air. Okay. Hey, I rolled a 19.
4: Nice, that hits. Cool.
1: Uh, three damage, and I say, magic me a sword. Uh <laughs> I don't know how magic works, so I think that's totally
4: possible. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're back at the top of the order. I'm
1: going to use my action search.
4: You're going to use your action search to hit him more.
1: Does he have a weapon on his person?
4: Yeah, he does. He's got a great sword. What is his
1: weapon? He's got a great sword? Yeah. Can I try and take his great sword from him? Sure. If it's unsheathed, which I assume it is, if he's holding me. 20.
4: 20. All right. You are able to grab his sword, although you're still (laughs) grappled, so you're just sort of... Holding, a, holding it. <laughs> holding a yeah, really big down. sword. <laughs> I love
3: it. Oh, like over, like you have like your arms around his head. Yeah, the visual image I'm having of this is really very good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. You can attack nice. people behind him. Yeah. You just got to convince him to walk backwards.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to Corbin.
3: Okay. I'm going to take then uh, my spear. Mm-hmm. And I want to try and... This is gruesome, y'all, and I'm so sorry.
5: <laughs> Caitlin.
3: No, you're not. I'm going to try and, uh, I, okay, well, let me ask a clarification question first. Uh, Gravy is wearing armor, I presume? Yes. Uh, is it covering the back of his knees?
5: <laughs> Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> what is with your weird fetishes? Uh, not I
4: what mean, this is. Someone no. call Wiki knees. <laughs> somebody call
3: Wiki knees.
4: You can't tell if it's covering his knees. There's nothing outwardly covering his knees.
3: So I'm going to take the, I'm going to get behind him. Uh huh. I'm gonna take the tip of my spear and I want to shove it through the back of one of his knees. Caitlin (sighs) brings the dark energy. Uh, 18.
2: Do it, Corbin.
3: That does hit.
2: Yeah! Fuck yeah. Let (laughs) his
3: knees be destroyed. Okay. 10 damage. All right.
2: Does he have his knee exploded?
4: (laughs) He's a bad person, Cat. Let his knee be ruined. (laughs) He drops Zeroth and howls in pain as your spear. Digs deep into his knee. I don't know that it goes all the way through because a kneecap's pretty hard to bust. Oh, right? god. <laughs> so it's stuck in there is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Yeah, you've just he's Ooh. <sighs> I am way physically <laughs> I am physically very uncomfortable. Um I'm appalled by my own actions. I'm <laughs> you're not, anyway son of a bitch. Now it's the king's turn. Uh he can't attack the guards anymore because they're not attacking him. And he is going to go after Grav because Y'all hate Grav. <laughs> yeah, fuck Grav. Uh he does not hit though. Uh, hmm. so he swing swing and a miss there. As he uh does this, he calls over his shoulder to his daughter and he says, Ida, run. Take Lord Benton with you. Get to safety. Uh and his daughter gets up and takes the uh, the Lord by the hand, and the Lord looks very upset. He is crying and shaking, um, and his his nice clothes are all rumpled and must, but Ida has a look of grim determination on her face as she takes the Lord's hands and then uh, runs. And now it is Fran's turn. Uh, how
2: did Sumi- She just attacked me. She looks pissed off. Yeah. Does she look like she even listened to what Laika said? Or she's just like... She is not yeah, at all straight I didn't think so. So I am going to cast uh, Witch Bolt. Witch Bolt? Witch Bolt on oh. Sumi. So that is a... Um, what did you...
4: Oh, yeah, Witch 24
2: bolt. to hit. Yeah, that hits. And I'm going to do some lightning damage. A beautiful robust beam of lightning just beams out of my like pointing finger and just like crackles over to her stupid head.
4: I like the hand motion that goes
2: with that. Yeah,
4: yeah
2: yeah. Oh damn and it does uh sixteen damage.
4: Yikos
3: yeah, goes strike <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goes again. Yep.
4: Alrighty uh neat neat. <laughs> neat, neat neat now it is Diamond's turn. And he turns to grab and Sumi and he says The gray manacle more like the grave manacle and
1: I turn I attack diamond.
4: <laughs> and they take nice eight uh, psychic damage. Oh god. Vicious, wow. They're like, ouch, ouch. That vicious, hurts. Vicious mockery. Wow.
1: Oh, he's a bard? Yeah. yeah. Oh man.
4: Let us Stop them.
0: stop. Okay.
4: Olive? I hate this. Continue stop. continuing with Sumi and she is. Blinking rapidly at the sudden pain all over her body from that sick burn. She also got hit by lightning. Yeah, and that too. <laughs> Both sick burns. It's it was more the insult though.
2: <laughs> Alright.
4: She's gonna continue to engage with Fran. And does a twenty-four hit your armor? Why do you ask when you know? <laughs> because I like to rub it in sometimes.
2: Yes, I every time.
4: Me. I would say. <laughs> Come huh, on. That's five damage. And now Grav has been stabbed. His sword has been taken away. He would attack Corbin, probably. Yeah, he's going to try and loose Corbin's grip by punching him in the face. That's going to be uh, 17 to hit. Yeah, brah. Uh, so that is four plus five. So that is nine damage. So I think you at nine damage getting punched in the face, he he gets you off your spear.
3: I guess.
4: <laughs> but he is now, he still does have a spear sticking out of his leg, so he's not having a good day. Now it's Xeroth's turn. It's his Zern. Okay. Yeah, it's his Zern. I'm going
1: to attack him with the great sword. He's- 11, 7. Yeah. Neither Fine. of
4: those hit. You s- swing his giant sword wildly and with little skill. Because you use a rapier um, usually, right?
1: I do. I'm a. Dex fighter, yeah. might as well be magic. All right, I go. How do you use this thing? swinging around. <laughs> Not well.
4: All right, now it is Leica's turn.
5: All right, I am going to
4: attack Grav. If I'm there yet, uh, yeah, I think on a on your steed you can make it down the three flights of stairs in a turn. <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm going to dismount from Gingy and mm-hmm. I'm going to charge at Grav.
4: All right and rolled a hit. Nice. Uh I got
5: a natural 20 and a 16 oh. plus. Yeah, you you hit him. So you hit him twice. For both of those. And one of those is a critical hit. Oh, that's so good. He's dead. 12 for the first one. Okay. 14 times 2, so that's 28 for the second one.
3: Shit! Fuck yeah. Nice crit. Get fucked gravy. I'm gonna eat you on my mashed potatoes tonight. Oh, girl, (laughs) you're gonna be
2: on the turkey and the stuffing. (laughs) Is he dead? Not yet. He looks real bad, though. He stabbed uh, Sabiha, right?
4: No, he stabbed Aneen.
5: Aneen? This is for Aneen.
4: And now it is Mary's turn. Corbin needs it more. Cor- more. Alright. She is gonna use Healing Word, which she doesn't speak, but she gives a sign of healing. You Dope. know. She heals you for 8 damage. Dope. Alright, and um, as she heals you, she signs, why are you doing this? We could end this peacefully. And grab, uh, struggling, heaving for breath, he says, There is no peace with the gods. They took our home, and he is struggling to stay on his feet as he says this, and clutching the wounds in his chest. He says, they took our son. Hmm. There will never be peace with the gods. And three of the gray manacle guards look rallied back to the cause. He was able to bring half of them back around.
6: No! God
5: damn. (laughs) God damn it!
4: So, then, they are gonna, three of those guards are going to attack Laika, who has put so much hurt on their fearless leader. Well, that's really rude. Yeah, so none, none of that hits you. And we're back up to the top of the order with Corbin.
3: Okay. So I want to say to Grav uh, before I do my turn.
4: Mm-hmm. Sometimes bad stuff
6: just happens, guy. You're not hurting the gods, you're hurting people.
3: And then I rip my fucking thing out of
4: 15. Now that doesn't hit. My- or rather, you you don't I grab. Just miss. You don't yeah. grab. Okay. Alright, and now it is the king of Denmark's turn and... Oh, he gets two attacks. Oh, that one does hit. So he slashes at... Grav, and says, "There will never be peace as long as you are around." And he stabs Gravy through the throat. Holy shit! Is Gravy dead? And Gravy falls down dead. Oh my fucking! Oh my
1: god!
4: (laughs) Are the guards
5: persuaded by that? (laughs) Uh,
4: (laughs) No, they aren't. But they're everybody is a little bit. Taken aback as the king pulls his sword, his bloody sword out, and Grav falls to the ground in a heap. And now it is Fran's turn. I'm going to continue
2: to witch bolt her, which okay. I can do without attacking because okay. it's connected. All right. It's all connected. Witchbolt. bolt. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that is six damage. Nice.
4: Okay. And now it is Diamond's turn, and he is going to he is going to give a point of Bardic Inspiration to Zera. Oh, nice! All right, yeah. he has no bonuses currently, so he can use it. Now it is Sumi's turn, <laughs> and she screams in rage, uh, seeing her husband beheaded in front of her.
2: Well, I mean, we didn't know it was her husband. We didn't know anything. That's
4: true, <laughs> you didn't, but he was. So, oopsie. Whoops.
1: Oh, you guys didn't know. <laughs> Oop.
4: So uh, she is going to attack Fran, and that is a 19. Yeah, that's not going to hit. So she hits once. God, she can only hit you once.
2: Ha-ha! I'm so quick. She's upset.
4: She's upset. She's swinging wildly. Uh, and that's going to be nine damage. Ouch! All right. And now it is uh, Zaroth because Crab is dead.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm um, gonna engage Sumi, and I'm going to fight her with my sword of her dead husband that I have taken great. from Great. I'm gonna roll my bardic, ooh, I rolled a six for my bardic inspiration. Yep. 21. There you go. So that's 2d6 damage, great sword. Six, and then I'll attack her again. No bardic inspiration this time. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh,
4: right. So you hit her once and then the sword gets, you, you, just overbalance with the sword and it kind of gets stuck in the floor.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. I say, uh, surrender. You're greatly outnumbered. We'll take you alive, I promise.
4: And now it is Lyca's turn.
5: Okay, so are the guards in front of me? Yeah. Are they blocking my path to Sumi? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to turn to them directly and say, you have a choice here. We all have a choice here. You see what happened to Grav? I've offered you another way with the king. So now, let me explain where I come from. The island that fell from the sky was created by a god to get away from all the terror that other gods have reaped on your your land. There's always another way. You're never going to be able to kill all the gods. I'm not saying what they do is, is right, and I'm going to point to... On my armor, where I wrote God Killer, and I'm gonna say, Believe me, I want justice too, and I think there's a way to find it, but this isn't the way. You need to think about what you're doing. I'm gonna roll persuasion. Okay. Um, 16.
4: All right. Yeah, I think that turns them. They, they lower their weapons and they look back at Sumi and they say, Commander, you, you should just stand down. And she screams, Never! I killed Grav. I took my child. All of you are traitors.
5: Grav stabbed an innocent woman in front
4: of us. He had it coming. She gives a bitter laugh and says, then I deserve much worse. And uh, it's not her turn, so she doesn't attack. Um, It's actually still my turn, yeah. and I am going to attack her.
5: So that will be like over 20. Yeah, that hit. 13. All for right. the first attack, and then I'm gonna use Thunderous Smite on the second nice. attack. Uh, nice. That was a 19, so okay. that definitely oh hit. hits. Uh, so this is gonna be a lot. 20 damage. Okay. I mean, how do you kill her? <laughs> um, I think I would just run no. her through, like charge Take her. alive.
3: Sorry. She wasn't gonna go, go alive. Yeah, she wasn't. So. I mean, she'll get to be with her family now, right? Caitlin, that's
4: dark. I'm just saying. like the end of Gladiator. It's like the end
3: of Gladiator.
5: Like the end of Gladiator. bringing the dark energy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so Sumi falls to the ground, and with her last bit of energy of life, she crawls her way toward Grav uh, and takes his cold hand and then dies. And there she is.
3: Well, Corbin pulls his spear out of Grav's leg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Lyco would drop her sword at this point,
1: too.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I look at their bodies, and I shake my head, and I say, it didn't have to be this way.
4: The gray manacle soldiers who remain, they look at the king, and they said, and then they point to Lyco and said, that woman said that you'd give us anything we wanted if we uh, turned, and uh, the guardie speaking says, and I, I want an unlimited pass to the hungry boy food truck. <laughs>
5: Uh, Laker raises her hand and she says, I think it's only fair that I also get one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the king raises his hand and says, we will discuss punishments and reparations later. For now, I need to find my daughter and my wife. I, he turns to the gray manacle soldier and says, take me to where you're keeping her. Uh, and they, they nod and they say, just right this way, your majesty. Uh, and they, they lead him out of the rotunda. And Diamond says, well, that was a fight for the ages. I, I will write a song about you. And he, he looks at the five of you oh with my, a big grin. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew that my lord would send someone to save me. He did not. (laughs) He doesn't care about you at all. You really should look
5: at maybe finding a different patron.
2: He asked us to be the new you, which is of course
4: impossible. (laughs) No one can replace you, Diamond. He laughs and he says, The ways of the gods are fickle and fierce, but I knew it would all work out. And then he gives a big flourish of his coat and walks out. Ah,
1: I love it. I don't know who this guy is, but he's the best.
4: (laughs) He is the best, isn't
2: he?
1: <laughs> he is really good. He's so good.
2: I call after him. You should kill your boss!
4: <laughs> so now it's just the five of you in the rotunda with some dead bodies. And you hear from above you, I don't even understand what my traitor brother sees in you. You're all so annoying! Mila! <gasps> and you look... You, oh, what the fuck? You look up. To see a pink-haired half-elf in black leather armor standing on the railing of the balcony above you. She leaps down and lands lightly in front of you and stamps her foot in frustration, her lower lip thrust out and glowering. (sighs) I've been working so hard for so long, and now it's all just she makes a big wide gesture encompassing the blood and dead bodies. Gravy? <laughs> Zeroth, I will t- deal with you later. Stand aside. What? I take care of these annoyances. Oh, we beat the bad guys.
1: They're the bad guys. And I point to the dead bodies.
4: No, they're the bad guys. And she points at the guardians and the goddess. They're the ones who are standing in the way of everything and they ruined All of my hard work and all of my planning.
1: I'm...
2: Uh, Raise your hand if you have tried to kill an entire city today. And I don't raise my hand. (laughs) Nobody raises their hand.
4: (laughs) Nobody raises their hand.
1: I'm confused.
4: No, Zayrod. Zayrod, their goddess or whatever is using them. I can't explain. It's all very complicated, but just trust me, please. They need to be stopped before they ruin everything and plunge this world into chaos.
6: Hey, Xerath, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that that's probably Torva's daughter and she's a fucking asshole. (laughs) Just look at her earrings. Look at her fucking earrings.
5: She's literally his biggest
1: fan.
2: Torva all
5: over.
1: What are her
2: earrings? She's wearing broken tower earrings.
1: I have an earring.
2: Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Your earring doesn't have a broken tower on it, Zayrov. Please! <laughs> it's just a regular earring.
1: <laughs> this is not helping my confusion.
2: It's not that people with earrings are evil.
5: <laughs> I think Laika would look to the goddess, because that means this is potentially her half-sister. So is she having a reaction to that? She's very shocked.
4: Uh, she yeah. begins to sign, Mila, and the girl <laughs> shrieks, my name is not Mila. It's Milava! That's the name my father gave me and I will earn the rest of it if I just kill you!
2: How much longer do you want your name to get?
4: (laughs) Uh, And she draws out her short sword and uh, we're back in initiative. It is Milava's turn first and she is going to charge at... She's gonna charge at Mary. No. Fuck. That will hit Okay, so that is going to be five damage, and then does she pass her constitution saving throw? She does not. And she takes 28 damage. Nish- she oh, takes no. 28 okay. damage. Plus- Yikes, that hurts. Is that the poison? Yeah. Now it is Lyca's turn.
5: All right, so I think the first thing Laika does is get in between her and the goddess and I am going to use my last spell. I'm going to attack twice and use Wrathful Smite as a bonus action.
4: Okay. I
5: rolled an 11 plus 7, so that's 18. And then okay. 19. Uh, she must make a Wisdom Saving Throw or be frightened until the spell ends. So 13 damage.
4: Okay. And what? Well, hold on. She has to roll a Wisdom Saving Throw, which she rolled a 19 on. I. I she still takes the full damage. But she's not frightened. Yeah, she's okay. just not frightened Okay, great And now, Zayroth, it is your turn Are you going to attack your, your childhood best friend?
1: <sighs> I'm gonna say I don't understand, but these people These four, they helped save the city And helped people from dying of thirst Mila, stop! And then I'm going to I don't want to attack her I want to rip my earring off <laughs> and then Oh my
4: god Take your jewelry off
1: I take my earring out And then something happens
4: Something happens?
1: All right I got to roll a d100.
4: Guys, remember when he exploded in a fireball?
2: Yeesh. I said it was a normal earring and I was wrong.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You were
4: absolutely wrong.
1: Okay, this happens. (laughs) (laughs) For the next turn, I (laughs) regain five hit points at the start of each turn.
3: What the fuck? Rudy. Who is (laughs) Zayra? Who are you?
1: (laughs) Then I will attack her with my rapier. 23. That does. 13 non-lethal damage. And I say, don't hurt that lady.
4: friend it
2: is your turn. I'm going to pull out the manacles that we have, and I throw them to Zera. And I also, inside of my beautiful Janasi mind, I'm going to pray to Phalan. <laughs> I'm going to p- press my palms together, and in my brain, I'm screaming, Phelan, you asshole, I need you to make your sister betray somebody.
4: All right. Now, Corbin, it is your turn. Cool. I'm going to cast Call Lightning. Okay, call that lightning. I'm calling it. Do you have to roll the hit? Get her. She has to, what does she have to roll? A dexterity Dexterous. saving throw. Okay. Okay. And that is a 19. So, well, that checks, but she still takes half damage. Actually, she does not. As an assassin, she has the skill Evasion. And uh, this effect allows, yeah, if they don't succeed, they take half damage. If they succeed, they take no damage. Fuck
3: that bullshit. All right. I flip her off and I continue about my business.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now it is Mary's turn. And uh, she is going to cast another healing word. On herself. On yeah. brand. No! no! Mary! Um, okay, so that is going to be 13. Nice. 13 damage back to you. And I say, heal your damn self, Mary! <laughs> Alright. And now we're back to the top of the order with Milava. Well, Laika's really the one who's up in her face, so I guess she'll have to attack Laika. Ooh, and that is a 19. So that one is gonna hit you. Uh, and the second one's only a 9. And so that's gonna be. Constitution save, sorry. I got a natural 20. <laughs> okay. So then you take nine damage total. Nine damage total? Yep.
5: It's nothing.
4: <laughs> okay. And then it is Laika's turn. So
5: I'm going to flip her off and then I'm going to um, uh, heal Mary for 20 points of health. Okay. That's
4: nice. probably good. Yeah. She probably needs yeah, that. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. <laughs> she really only yeah. had one hit point left. So yep. holy shit. All right. And then it is is Zeroth. It's your turn again.
1: All right, I'm going to roll on the wild magic table. Here we go. 28. For the next minute. all your spells with a casting time of one action have a casting time of one bonus action. Oh, that's a cool spell for someone who knows how to use magic, which is <laughs> a, cool. <laughs> that's a cool ability. Um, I'm just going to hit her again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16, 17?
4: Yeah, both those hit.
1: Both those hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. 22 damage total.
4: Yikos, Okay.
1: Just surrender.
4: Say, Roth, I can't. And Fran, it's your turn.
2: Okay, I continue to pray inside my mind. <laughs> uh, thinking viciously, Phelan, we can really... She she mentioned your nasty name. Not exactly. <laughs> Come on down, Phelan. And then I am going to cast Scorching Ray. Okay. So I hurl three rays of fire at her... I got one over 20, one 19, and uh, 18. That hits. Okay, cool. So three. I do like a wind-up, like a baseball player. Oh, uh, very
4: cool. Very, very nice. So
2: one does eight damage. Okay. One does eight damage again. And the last one does nine damage.
4: So Mila takes each one and stumbles back each time until she drops to one knee, panting. She says, next time I'm coming back for you and you won't be so lucky and she points towards the window and her finger turns into black smoke which envelops the rest of her body the smoke races toward the window like ink through water but then another streak of smoke slams into her and Mila and Milava rematerializes falling to the floor in a heap you're done Milava you failed Uh, Milava struggles up to her feet says no I can try again I'm going to earn my name You've failed And Phelan jumps down from the balcony Landing like a feather On the marble floor She gets up to her feet again And grabs her sword lunging at him With bared teeth But he steps forward and to the side And her sword misses him Clattering to the floor When he steps back There's a small dagger protruding from her gut Ooh. so Mila looks down at her gut and then her eyes turn to you Sarah Sarah, help me please and then she collapses to the floor Phelan uh, picks her up off the floor and then looks at you guys says keep up the good work he then points and is enveloped in black smoke which flies out the window
2: I point at him, and I'm like, I did that. I point at him, and I say, cut off your
5: arm, you coward.
2: <laughs> um, Laika
5: points out at him and screams, cut off that
2: arm.
1: <laughs> I point at him and say, who the hell was that?
2: That's yeah. our weird friend that we hate.
6: Fran's boyfriend.
2: <laughs> That's not- Where is he
1: taking Mila?
2: Uh, um, uh, a hospital. Yep. <laughs> For God's. You know Milo is a god, right?
1: Yeah, I figured that out. But who's he?
2: Like a he's like a different god. He's like <laughs> also he's a god. <laughs> probably
5: okay, yeah, he's out. probably her brother. And they're probably both children of Torva. Yeah. I mean not probably. But you you know that Phelan is it. Well, you know, we haven't done a biological test yet. We can't. Be yeah, we sure. haven't gotten the
6: samples back from the lab, but it's pretty pretty likely.
5: And the question I have for you, Zayroth, is
1: what the hell was that? What the hell was what?
2: Your magic. I thought your oh. earring was normal, but it betrayed me.
1: Uh, <laughs> I say nothing, nothing, and I put the earring back in.
2: No, take it out. I know a magic
6: no. boy when I see one. You
4: were
2: amazing.
1: It's, it's a secret. I'm not supposed to show anyone. They don't like magic down here.
2: It was slightly above average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cool. <laughs>
1: blue person Um, (laughs) I don't know I just I could always do this and Mila was the one that always helped me keep it under control because she knew that if anyone found out they would bad things would happen I
2: did you have those abilities before you knew her
1: I've had them since I was born
2: weird
6: (laughs) (laughs) that's a mystery
1: (laughs) yeah I know where did he take her?
5: We don't know where he took her, but last time we saw him was at Torva's base.
1: Okay, where was that?
6: It's on a it's on a mountain. It's called Torva's Jaw. I, hey, if you
5: want Think a new, you know, a new goal to start, destroying that base would be a really good goal because Torva's don't pretty much I care about source. the
1: base. I care about Mila. So if yeah. she's there, then I'm gonna go and I'm. Gonna save her. And I start picking things up. You're gonna die. Up.
2: Yeah. If you want to do that, you better bring every gray manacle officer you can find with you. And even then, you'll still probably die. Yeah.
1: Okay. I say, and I just keep picking things. I grab <laughs> food and <laughs> stuff that it's on the ground. There's food on the ground, right? Sure. I just start gathering things that I think <laughs> I'll need. I take weapons and daggers and stuff. Just
5: Buddy. Wait, we don't we don't know that she's there. I mean, Valen's the god of betrayal, so it could be he's not working with Torva. He might have taken her to a totally different location.
4: Mary <laughs> grabs your arm, Zeroth, to get your attention.
1: Yeah, please, someone who's not weird, <laughs> help me out here.
4: Uh oh. Uh, Mary gives a somewhat rueful smile, and then she signs. Throwing your life away is not going to save her. You should come. Back with us to our people. Uh, she signs. We can help you learn how to use your magic, and then you can go after her.
1: Are you gonna kill her because of because she's Torva's daughter?
4: Not if we don't have to. And if you, not, if she's cool, if you can get through to her and she doesn't keep trying to end the world or whatever Torva's trying to do,
1: I can. I know I can, I can save her. She's, she's different, but I know inside she's still the good person she was.
4: Well,
2: she's a god, so if you pray for
4: her, she might be able to hear you. So after all of this horrible things happen, the king, he comes back with his wife and his daughter and he's so thankful to you guys. He invites you to stay at the Blue Palace as his guests. Once, you know, they get everything cleaned up, the servants and the nobles who are being held captive are shaken, but they quickly begin to set the castle to rights. Well, the servants begin to set the castle to rights. The nobles mostly complain about broken furniture and scuffed surfaces. Um, And one woman in particular is deeply offended by the uh, sword that has marred the floor of the Great Rotunda from uh, Rudy's forceful strike. But yeah, you are invited to spend the next couple days at the Blue Palace. The king rewards all of you very richly. You are each given uh-huh. 1,000 silver pieces. Whoa. Yes. And Zeroth, you too are rewarded. You also get 1,000 silver pieces. I
1: give it to an orphanage. I don't want the king's money.
4: Oh uh. my god. So, Zayroth, the- Mary takes you back to the Estrens and introduces you to-, to Aaliyah and Buddy and... She tells them what's going on, and that you need their help, and they agree to help. While there, you're checking in with the guards, and while they're, they've been busy setting the city to rights, the Estrans have gotten organized. The king extends them an offer to become citizens of the city, but they don't really want to. This is a desert city, and they're all from a lush, green place, and in order for it to feel like home, they need to find somewhere that feels right. Those are our bougie citizens. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Just like an estrin. there's
4: there's no coconut water here. And... <laughs> but yeah, so they they begin organizing for an expedition uh, to go find a new place to call home.
1: Cool, I'm down with that. Denmark sucks.
4: Yeah. So uh, Zeroth, you. I go with them. They're happy to have you along as a guide, since you at least know somewhat of what this terrain of this world looks like. I do like. speak
1: the language as well. Yeah,
4: and you s- and they start teaching you Estrin. I mean, it's pretty rudimentary okay. at first, but, you know, the Restorationist helps and uh, works as your translator for a while. So after about a week, Mary gathers uh, the three of you. Aroth, you're off with the Estrins. And uh, she signs to you, I think I need to tell them all who I am. I don't, I don't feel right. Pretending anymore. Will you come with me?
6: Of course! Yeah, Mary, we got your back.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> Fran, more enthusiasm!
2: Yes, I, well, I love to take risks and have possible uh, terrible things happen. It's medium, my favorite thing.
4: Medium to lukewarm.
2: Good! Effort. Well,
4: Fran, do you think I shouldn't? She signs.
2: Man, Mary, I don't know what you should freaking do. <laughs>
4: If this will help you be
5: more confident in who you are, then yeah, of course you should.
6: Yeah, I wouldn't judge you for lying,
4: but like, it's it's up to you, bro. She gives a little smile and nods and says, okay, let's get everyone gathered then. So you guys go to the uh, the training field of the guards, which is where the Estrins have just been camped out. Like they were offered rooms in the city um, and they've all pretty much decided that they don't want to get separated. So they just Aww. decided that they're all going to keep camping together. That's nice. And 0th uh, you're kind of swept into this as well as the Estrins are being gathered all together.
1: So Zeroth just wants to belong to a community. It's a big part of why... He was so taken in with the gray manacle, even though they were doing some less than nice things. So uh, he is embracing the people of Estra Aww. and is trying his best to learn as fast as possible the Aww. language, even though he's a dummy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so they gather you up, and uh, Zeroth, the restorationist, he's kind of taking you under his wing. He's uh, he's standing with you in this crowd of Estrans as Mary gets up on sort of. It's not really a stage, but it's a slightly raised platform, and she she looks back at the three of you who she's sort of arranged behind her in a in a very sort of formal ceremonial looking way. Are we wearing fancy clothes? Yeah, you are. And really the whole vibe of the gathering, it feels a lot like the last time you were with the rest of the Estrins. Oh god. At oh, the Festival of lights. like
3: that. I think mean, we're all extremely nervous and I'm like shaking. Yeah. We
4: are
5: definitely <laughs> armed behind her. <laughs> but we're we're
3: looking casual. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm leaning against a wall that's not there. <laughs> I'm standing like this.
3: I'm I'm like squatting with my legs spread. Yeah. Will you describe how you're standing? <laughs> I'm standing with my legs wide apart and my arms out like robot arms near to where <laughs> my sword is and smiling. Crazily. Yeah, I'm
4: I'm doing a similar stance, yeah. but like... You guys inspire such confidence uh, <laughs> among the people of Estra. Uh. And the goddess begins. I'm sorry, she signs, but there's something I have to tell you. I'm not who you think I am. I'm not the goddess. And there's a murmur of shocked voices, uh, but Mary holds up a hand and they go quiet again. I'm her daughter. When she bore me, something... in her hands fidget, and then she continues. Something went wrong, and her spirit wasn't passed to me. I have some of her powers, but none of her memories. I spent years deceiving you, and I know that's wrong. However, there were those in my mother's temple who aligned with her enemies, and... They misled all of us into believing we were on the right path. Instead, they led us into the destruction of our city, and I was not strong enough to stop them. I'm not my mother. I'm not as strong or as wise as she was. But I'm trying to set right what my negligence has wrought. I cannot raise Estra again. I cannot bring back our home. But I can stop Torva before he does more damage to the world. And I will. That's why you must go on without me. Find a safe place to build and call your own. She brings a hand up and touches her forehead, bowing her head to the crowd. She continues to sign. I love my people. And I'll continue to fight for you and for peace that will last in the world. Thank you. And the crowd is silent. For a long Minute that stretches on for just too long, and then someone in the front puts their fingers to their forehead and bows their head, and everyone else begins to do the same. I do the same too. We all do. Yeah, the we all same. do
3: it. I'm still squatting though.
4: Zeroth, the restorationist, elbows you.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know what's going on, but I do it too. <laughs> I still don't really understand.
4: <laughs> the goddess immediately begins crying, just tears running down her face, and she nods to everyone. And then she looks back at her guardians and sort of makes a motion that for all of you to leave the stage. Three group hug. Yeah, her, I was just yeah, gonna I say mean, Corbin runs gonna...
3: in for a group hug. hug yeah. Her.
4: Yeah, it's immediate.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I,
2: I bury my face in her shoulder and I say, That went way better than I thought it would. <laughs>
6: I was so worried. <laughs> You're the most amazing, crazy Mary I've ever
4: known, Mary. <laughs> she's just crying and hugging you guys. And, uh, so, like, uh, after the ceremony, Mary pulls you aside. And she, she, she's a little skittish. She doesn't, she keeps, like, starting to say things or starting to sign things with her hands and then stopping. And eventually she signs to you, like, a. I think you should go with the Estrins. So,
5: I guess Laika would look over at her, like, somewhat surprised.
4: I- I know you want to stay with me and- and with the others, and I- I wish you could, but I don't- I'm afraid that they won't make it on their own, and I think you're the only one who could lead them.
5: I think, like, Laika would take a minute uh, to think this over, and then she would nod slowly and say, if you think
4: that's best, then that's what we should do. Mary looks at you, and her look has the weight of all that you've been through together. From first meeting in that forest, to falling, to saving each other time and time again, on this hard road and knowing the harder road that she's sending you on. She then pulls back and musters the most serene smile that she can, blinking back tears. And she signs, Thank you, Laika.
2: 2050 is a lightweight rule set extension that gently layers the D25E system without changing a single existing rule. It keeps everything you love about the greatest role-playing game, the combat, the races, the monsters, the magic, and adds tech. Drones, cars, computers, guns, and explosions.
1: Code2050 is lightweight, but it's versatile. They've provided the nuts and bolts to build a near-future campaign. So you've got all the rules you need for guns, computers, vehicles, explosions, and how all these work within existing 5e rules. The goal of this game was to transition from a traditional sword and sorcery campaign to a less traditional shotgun and sorcery campaign set on Earth in the year 2050.
2: What kind of stories can you tell with Code 2050? Pretty much any of them. Code 2050 is every bit as flexible as 5e. So if you want a fun romp with plucky adventurers dispatching fantastical monsters, that's no problem. You want a campaign of political intrigue and corporate espionage between megacorp dynasties? Again, no problem.
1: So check out legendarypants.net slash dspn, where you can browse the 2050 system resource document, learn a little bit more about the world of 2050, and check out the Kickstarter project. Again, that's legendarypants.net slash dspn.